0: Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Unleashed, Spiritual Formation and Soul Care. And I just want to take time to remember those who have lost loved ones this year, um, whether it was to COVID or accidents or other diseases. Um, I've had two folks that I know personally who have passed away um, just in the past couple of weeks and I um, just want to remember uh, friends and family and loved ones who are still still Um, dealing with the shock and the loss and the grief, and just pray that God's comfort and peace um, would be on you right now and pray that friends and family would be able to support you as best they can um, during this time. And also just pray for your um, continued um, recovery um, from those losses and from the process of grief. And so um, may the Lord be with you um, in this time. And also, for those of you who've had COVID and you've recovered, we just thank God that you were able to um, bounce back. And we also hope and pray for your continued healing and restoration um, in the days ahead. And so, for those of you who are dealing with the long-term effects, I also want to remember you as well. There's still um, a lot of information being released um, about the the long-term effects of this. And so, just know that you're not forgotten as well and so um, just really been thinking about in the midst of everything that's happened this year uh, the loss of those um, two diseases and, and other causes and also just the, the losses of employment, those who've lost businesses, um, their homes, um, seeing reports of people waiting in line for hours for food um, over the Thanksgiving break and Uh, There's just been a lot that we've had to deal with um, this year, and one of the things about this pandemic is that it's revealed a lot, it's exposed a lot of what's really been going on um, around us, and our hearts, and our country, um, how people really feel about certain things, uh, whether it's about the president or political parties or even the church itself. And it can be discouraging, it can be really painful, and um, and um it just had me wonder, like, what's the pulse? Uh, one of the things I like to do um, with friends that I, I know, and as I'm looking through social media, I want to know what the pulse is, like, how are people dealing with this in their day-to-day lives, and so I'll check out different churches online, or I'll ask people, you know, who are members of different churches, like, do their pastors talk about this, and um, in some cases, they don't. And so um, I was just curious about, like, so what do they talk about? Like, are you dealing with day-to-day pain? Or are they just trying to be inspiring and give hope? And um, there's a wide range of answers. Um, however, one of the things that it has brought up is um, watching people in denial that this is real. Um, watching people trying to do life as normal as they knew before 2020 hit and um, I even heard a story of where people were dying from COVID and they were still in denial that they had it and so even in their last moments they couldn't believe that they actually had this virus and it's really interesting to think that there are people who have lived and died believing certain things that weren't true um It's really interesting the the level that any of us at any time of our lives with certain situations, um, certain events in our lives, the level of denial that we'll be in, um, the way we will divert attention or deflect um, to other subjects because we don't want to deal with the reality of living in a broken world. Um, We don't want to deal with the reality Um, that some we know passed away from something that was allegedly a host, a hoax. Uh, We don't want to deal with the reality that many of our heroes um, aren't our heroes anymore, especially in the church this past year. A lot of folks have been exposed. Um, You know, we're dealing with prophecies that didn't come to pass. There's so many different things that we're not quite sure how to handle. And it really was eye opening um for me to see that and even for myself this past year where a lot of my own personal idols and different things that i had been holding on to one by one i've had to release them because they weren't number 1 they weren't god uh number 2 they really weren't serving me anymore and number 3 i had to look at them for what they were and they were idols they were ways of coping um ways of escaping my own pain, my own hurt. And recently, I was in a small group, and I remember the leader asking us, like, how did we cope with life um, before certain major traumatic things happened to us? And so um, before my big moment, um, when I was growing up, I remember listening to music a lot. And that was always like my music was always my first love. However, um, I had this flash of me listening to headphones. And it hit me about how much I was using music to escape the pain of my life. Um, The discomfort that was around me. um, Things that were going on at home, at school, at church. And when we're younger, we're just trying to find ways to cope. Um, And for me, that was my way. And unfortunately, it actually followed me. Um, into my adulthood and even though my taste in music changed over the years um, even though there's times when you know I was switched over from secular to Christian music um, I would love to tell you that when I do listen to worship music it's about actually worshiping however when I went a level deeper into my own truth and my own confession I was still just trying to escape pain I wasn't really engaging with the one who could heal me even though I would like to think that I was, but at at the end of the day, I was still using music to escape. And so I I sat down and I started journaling and I started just thinking about how many pairs of headphones did I buy? How many pairs of earbuds have I bought? How many Walkmans, Discmans, iPods, iPads, um, iPhones? How many different devices have I bought To keep this music thing going and how many pairs of batteries, how many chargers, I could go on and on. And when I looked at it, I'm like, that's a big investment for basically entertainment. That's a huge investment to escape pain, to escape boredom, um, to try to get focused at times. It did help me with my homework back in the day. It actually still helps me when I want to concentrate more. Um, But however, anything that can be given to us to use for good can also be perverted. And so can also be misused as well. And so um, I had to own that and look at it and deal with it. And basically come to recognize, like many of you, there are times I just want to escape. And I was thinking back to um, a season of my life when I was on a worship team, and when Kaepernick first started um, taking his knee, uh, took the knee um, for football games, and just all the controversy that came around with that, and I just remember one of the guys on the team just saying, I don't want to see that when I watch football. I just want to escape. And looking at social media and how folks were giving up their sports of choice because Um, They didn't want to deal with the protest and they didn't want to see it. Um, They wanted to just escape. And I find that so interesting how uh, many of us who are believers have a hard time dealing with living in a broken world. Um, Living in a place where we don't do well with pain and suffering when we follow someone who talked about taking up their cross and bearing it. When we talk about following someone who laid his life down out of love, when we talk to someone whose teachings was always about deferring to the other. And so my question is, who are we really following? Who are we really worshiping? And I was just reminded of that scripture um, where Jesus says in Matthew 15:8 8, uh, when he's quoting Isaiah and he says, They worship me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. And it's so interesting that we're actually seeing the fruit of that. Because when the pandemic hit and with everything that's gone on this past year, we all have seen how we are reacting to um, what's going on in our world. We're seeing where our level of faith is. We're seeing how dependent we are on devices or whatever we're using to cope. Um, And sometimes we're even trying to use Jesus to cope without actually... Addressing Him or connecting with Him. We may be listening to worship music. We may be still going to church. We may be listening to different sermons or looking for inspiration, but we're still not engaging the person of God, the person of Jesus. And so we're still struggling with dealing with the reality that there are people who are dying, there are people who are sick, there have been a lot of losses this year. We've had our heroes, some of them, exposed. And, and one after another, we're dealing with our idols. And we're dealing with the reality of what have we been doing um, with church? What have we been doing with our worship? What have we been doing with the man called Jesus who is actually the solution to all of this? I remember sitting in the audience one day and Um, When I was in a ministry and um, the worship leader just came up with this spontaneous song and the first words were, you're sitting here, but you're a million miles away. And I remember like I stopped in my tracks because that was me. At least it might have been some other people in the room too. But I remember just sitting in a a space of worship and yet still not engaged, still just Checking off the box, or checking, putting, just clocking in and clocking out, and, and some days it's hard. Some days it's like there's a lot of my, there's a lot of days when um, any of us can be distracted. We have a lot in our minds and our hearts. However, we can also use that time to surrender all those things, as Scripture says, "Cast our care on Him, for He cares for us." And so, I bring all this up because I really hope and pray that during this time that we could engage the Lord and finally release those things that we're using to cope because He wants to heal those things that we're running from. He wants to heal the pain and the trauma in our lives. He wants to be with us as our comforter in the midst of the losses um, and the confusion. Um, He wants to give us clarity. He wants to give us a new mind and a new heart Um, if we're willing to just stop running away from the things that are hurting us. um, And even, he wants to even redeem um, our headphones or our iPhones or our devices and those things that we're using to escape. Even he can use those things um, to focus on him, um, to be intentional. When we do listen to worship music or we are listening to a sermon or a teaching, um, we can actually change our hearts and change our vision and change our, our outlook and say yes I'm going to follow you I'm going to listen to you and just open myself up to how do you want me to be well how do I get well what are the steps what are the solutions um, how do I deal with PTSD how do I deal with all these losses and basically it's my for some of us finally unplugging everything and being quiet or using those things to finally stay focused and I just want to close up with just this reminder um, from Jeremiah 29 uh, verses 13 to 14 where scripture says that if if the Lord says if you look for me wholeheartedly you will find me I will be found by you and in James 4:8, it reminds us to draw near to God and he will draw near uh, to you and so may we draw near to him May we seek him wholeheartedly and may we find those solutions that we need to be healthy and to be healed and to be able to have the strength to persevere uh, through these times and through these seasons and again I just pray for those of you who have experienced major loss that even your focus would change um, to um, the good shepherd And may you experience his love and grace and mercy and comfort and love um, in the days ahead.